All right, everybody, welcome back to Peter Walsh's podcast. Guys, this, today I'm going to talk about the Formula One. And uh, I mean, I think most of us know how popular Formula One is getting at the moment. It's fucking unreal with Drive to Survive. If anybody has not seen it, you need to fucking drop everything that you're doing and go to Netflix and watch Drive to Survive. Now, I'm talking to all the ladies here, right? Because most of the lads know, you know, most guys know about it already. But I will tell you this, ladies, and this is no fucking joke. If you have not seen it yet, I know women that would have never in their in a million years watched Formula One. Not in a million years. And they got into Netflix Drive to Survive. And they are... 100% obsessed with Formula One. Not even are they even obsessed. They're even watching every single fucking race. And, like, this is the real key, I think, to be honest, how obsessed they are. They're, shift, they're, excuse me, they're shifting all their weekend plans around Formula One. Even if they've got kids, they're doing their very best to get to see it. <laughs> it's unreal. Okay, anyway, enough of going on about it. But seriously, guys... You've got to go watch it. Okay, within three or four episodes, hooked, done. So, I do want to talk about this now. If anybody, uh, I've I've mentioned this on my social media, I used to be a professional race car driver myself. And uh, I used to race for 13 years. I I started off in karts. Uh, I went up to racing cars, Formula Ford, Formula 2000 in America and Canada. Uh, I also was racing Formula 3, Palmer Audi, Formula 2000. So, I know my shit, okay? In fact, I was back in the days of Jensen Button and Lewis Hamilton. In fact, Lewis Hamilton was about five or six years behind us. So it was kind of like school where, you know, you were in the the top class and then he was in the junior. So, like, guys, it really was kind of like school where we all knew each other. Um, And that's just the way racing is, just like school, uh, because you're trying to commit, you're trying to get to the top, to Formula One, and... Everybody just gets to know each other. So, um, no, excuse me, guys, just drinking some water here. So, I'm going to jump straight into uh, what happened in Brazil, the Brazilian Grand Prix yesterday. Now, for those of you who are not sure, today is the 14th of November, a Monday, 2022. And the Brazilian Grand Prix yesterday was fucking appalling. Now, I'm going to say one thing here before I get going. I have been a Max Verstappen fan for the last, I would say, two and a half to three years. And I mean, when I'm talking about a Max Verstappen fan, he's the only guy I was supporting. Now, as a racing driver, I can see, and I know some of these guys from back in the days, I know there's quite a good, there's, there's some good drivers in the field, okay? There really is. Verstappen, yeah, he's good. He's not Ayrton Senna special or Schumacher special. No, but he's bloody good. Do not get me wrong. And by the way, remember this. I'm a fucking fan of his for the last couple of years. But what he did yesterday in Brazil has turned me off him completely. That was an absolute fucking disgrace. Now, anybody that's seen it yesterday, if you're not sure... Okay, so basically, guys, what happened was... Max Verstappen is now a two-time world champion. In fact, for he won the championship in 2021, 
He's now won it in 2022. In fact, he won it so quick that the, I think, is it the last four or five races? They're just normal races now. No one can overtake the, him in the championship. It's his. It's job done. Bang. And this really never happens, guys, right? That it, you know, it can go down to the last race or the second last race, but it rarely happens when it goes down to like the, the fifth last race. <laughs> I mean, crazy. So like they kicked ass this year. Verstappen and Red Bull, no doubt about it. So, let me paint you the picture of what happened yesterday in Brazil. So, George Russell is leading. By the way, he did a fantastic job. So, really happy for, for George Russell. Uh, well done, George. Um, Verstappen was, I think he was in 6th or 7th or something like this. And Max Verstappen is now world champion yesterday. Okay, now, he's not going to win the race in Brazil. No fucking way. Unless there's a big safety car situation and he overtakes a few of them. But he wasn't the quickest guy on the track. So even if there was a safety car and he gained ground, he still would have lost because he just wasn't the quickest. Simple as. So, oh, even discussing it now, it, it's kind of getting me fucking wound up, to be honest with you. Fucking bullshit. Anyway, uh, so... Verstappen is champion. All he can do is win some races. And Perez is the main factor for Red Bull at the moment. Because they can't win anymore with Verstappen championship-wise. They can win races? Absolutely. But they knew yesterday it's not going to happen. So what do you do? Okay, well, they have Verstappen number one champion for this 2022 season. Now what their, their next goal was to bring in Sergio Perez and him finish in second position in the world fucking championship. Okay? So the team are watching the, the race unfold. Verstappen has gone on the fucking track. And Verstappen gets the phone call, we'll say. He gets a radio signal from the pit lane, from his engineer. And they're asking him to move over and let his teammate through. Now, why? Let's just remind you. Because Perez needs the points, so the higher up he finishes, the more points he gets, and the more chance he has to finish second in the championship. All right, so they wanted Verstappen to pull over, Perez to go through. Now, Verstappen gets on the fucking radio, and he goes, oh, uh, basically, okay, I'm not quoting him here exactly, but basically, no, I'm not pulling over. I have my reasons. Ye know my reasons. And that's it. And we'll, I think, did he say, we'll talk about it later. All right, so forgive me if I don't have the exact words, but it was, he definitely said, I have my reasons. All right? Now, even after the interview, at the end, he was like, oh, I have my reasons too. Fucking load of bollocks. Now, some people are saying, and even I did, because again, I'm a Max, I, sorry, excuse me, I was a Max Verstappen fan, I even watched it and I went, hang on a second, what the fuck is going on here? He's got nothing to lose, let him through. And Sergio Perez helped Max Verstappen win the fucking championship last year. He did everything he could to help Verstappen. So, what happens? He says he, quote, has his fucking reasons, okay? And... <sighs> so anyway, we listened to him after the interview... Uh, the, the excuse me the after the the post race interviews and again he says repeats the same bullshit and now in fairness the english journalist 
can't blame her. She's pushing him, you know, to see can she get the information out of him. She doesn't. He just keeps going on with his bullshit. I have my reasons. And then he says, now, this is the key, guys. He then, and now, at this stage, I'm thinking, oh, come on, man. And I'm even giving him that 1% benefit, benefit of the doubt. Maybe there is something really going on, right? But here's where it all changed for me. He then says to the journalist, I have my reasons, but when it comes to Abu Dhabi, the next round, which is the final round, he will help him at that round. Now, right there and then, that's a load of bollocks. Because, first of all, for Verstappen to actually not help Perez yesterday, considering Perez helped him so much last year to win the championship, it must be a huge valid fucking reason, right? And I mean, like, you know, Perez shot Verstappen's fucking parents or something, right? Killed them with a gun, okay? You know, I mean, on, on, a little bit drastic, I know, but I mean, we're talking now, like, for him not to do that in a racing world where you have everything sewn up, everything is done, and especially when Perez helped him last year, there's got to be, and I mean, guys... Coming from a racing driver, there's got to be an unbelievable fucking excuse and reason, right? And if there was, and I know why Verstappen's full of shit, because if there was a real good reason, he would still have that reason for Abu Dhabi coming up next, okay? He would still have that reason, and he would still say, actually, no, I'm not going to help him in Abu Dhabi. Fuck him. I have my reasons. Now, if he said that yesterday, I would be actually believing, going, okay, fucking hell, there must be something really going on in the background here that none of us will know ever. But the fact that he can, he'll flex and bend to the Abu Dhabi round, he's full of shit. I used to like him, and I'm, I have to admit, I am fucking a bit annoyed because... <sighs> I loved watching him race last year. He got the balls to square up to Hamilton. Uh, well, I mean, look, to be honest, most of them do anyway. Hamilton just had such a superior car. Um, but I just don't understand what's going on. And look, obviously we never will, but I just think it's gone to his head. I mean, I do remember Sebastian Vettel. He won four world championships with Red Bull. And after a few years, he was starting to do a couple of fucking dickhead maneuvers too. Right? So I think maybe it's just going to their fucking head. And even Sergio. And here, here's another key, guys. Just drink my water here, guys. Even Sergio Perez said in an interview after the race yesterday, he said, after all I did for him last year. I mean, there you go, guys. Right there and then. And you could actually see Perez kind of holding back a little bit. You know, he didn't want to get in trouble because, look, let's face it, Verstappen is the golden child here, the number one. So you can see, and believe me, look, if, if, it's, if it's not obvious for you guys, it's certainly obvious for me because I know this scenario in racing world. The Perez is 100% being extremely careful what he says about the golden boy in case he gets fucking fired. Okay? Perez knows his, his, his place in that, in that team. He knows he's number two. So, and he, even he came out with that yesterday. And you could see in his eyes, he was about to say something, and then uh, you, just, you could see he was holding back a bit. But he even did come out with that after everything I've done for him. So I, I got to say, guys, I am incredibly disappointed for him. Now, look, guys, you know, 
You can argue with us all you want, right? And you say, well, you know, hey, he's a fucking racing driver, man. Blah, blah, blah. You know, you, 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 you win at all costs. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking wonderful. Listen, I was trying to win at all costs too. But the problem here is, in the long run, if Perez is his teammate for next year, which I think he is, right? All of a sudden, if Verstappen needs him for next year, do you really think Perez is going to fucking help him now? He is in his fuck. Not a hope in Jesus. So Verstappen, his little fucking greed yesterday, and I don't care, I'm the fucking boss. That's what I think it was. He just shot himself. He just shot himself. There's nothing to win anymore. Now, even if he could try and win yesterday, right? Now, so let's let's go with your angle, guys, right? If anybody's actually disagreeing with me here. No, he's a racing driver, he should win at all costs. Okay, well, he wasn't going to win. Even if he kept going in the race yesterday, he wasn't going to win the race anyway. He was too slow. He did not have a chance to win the fucking race yesterday. So that's tick the box, done. And he didn't help his teammate. If that was me back in the day, and if, you know, championship over, especially after the guy helped me last year, fuck, yes, I will help the guy. 100 fucking percent. There's no question if I would help him or not. It's done. So, anyway, I I think, well, Verstappen, he'll get his karma. He'll get his karma. I mean, it was... You know, and, and honestly, guys, he does, you know, he did seem like a nice guy. I just think he's a double world champion. It's gone to his head. You know, I was I was a big fan of his. Big fan of his until yesterday. I was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, anyway, and let's wait. Let's move on. Uh, Lewis Hamilton. I mean, Hamilton... What do you say about Hamilton, really? I mean, look, he's... I've always admired Hamilton's balls, okay? Let's make no mistake about it. He ain't the best in the fucking world the world's ever seen. Okay, guys? This isn't Peter being bitter. No, this is just me calling it how it is. Right? You can argue this one. Who's the greatest of all time? Well, okay, and by the way, I'm very, very open to this. Who is the greatest of all time? Ayrton Senna, without a shadow of a fucking doubt. Schumacher, our Fangio next. I'd probably have to put Shuey. I just, the sheer, the, the way he had the car set up so nervous. That car was just a brick. It was a fucking tank. I mean, guys, I don't know if you know anything about suspension, bump and rebound, and the roll in the car, the right height, the way everything works together. I mean, Schumacher's car was one of the stiffest I've ever seen in my life. It was unbelievable. The stiffer the car was, the quicker the fucking guy went. And he did have some weaknesses, like Senna, like all of us, you know? Um, And I will tell you this, guys, and you, you can argue with me all you want, and look, you know what? I don't give a shit if you argue with me or not, or if you want to complain. I'm not going to listen to you, right? In terms of the top the top five of all time, yes, you can argue with me if you are an ex-racing driver or you are a racing driver itself. Okay? Or an engineer. I'd definitely listen to an engineer as well. Team owners? No. I wouldn't listen to them. Race engineers and ex-drivers and current drivers. I definitely I could you can argue with me all day 
all right but guys i will tell you this this is going to be a bold statement and you probably are going to shit your pants and be so annoyed with me when i'm about to say this if you're a lewis hamilton fan lewis hamilton is not even in the top 50 of all fucking time now if you listen to sky sports and all that well and if you're believing their hype well hey fair enough you do fair enough and if you still want to believe he's the he's the greatest of all time or he's in the top 50 or whatever you put him cool that's okay that's okay if you really want to know and you're unsure of you know what's going on are they english people biased (laughs) fuck yeah they are it's pathetic honestly guys it's pathetic how biased the english commentators are i think they're good they're professional they're you know and they're and they're very fair when it comes to the non-english drivers but when it comes to their own absolutely fucking pathetic and I can't even believe, and I used to know Jensen Button back in the day, I can't even believe Jensen Button can actually stand there on that TV and say that Lewis Hamilton's the greatest of all time, or one of the greatest of all time. I can't even believe he can do it for, to himself, even. It's incredible. Now, there's some people out there that sh- that'll say, you know, oh, this, this, this fucking guy, he's bitter and he's jealous and all that. Hey, of course I'm fucking jealous. By the way, if you're watching on YouTube, of course I'm jealous, in a good way, Right? I'd love to be there on the Formula 1. It was my dream. It was my fucking dream, right? But I tell you this, I'm not knocking any of these Formula 1 drivers. I like I I do enjoy, I, in fact, sorry. I love watching Hamilton when he gets into a dice like a real close race because Hamilton's got some serious set of balls in him. You know? Like Hamilton will go for these these tiny fucking gaps. He will not back out. Fucking love that about him, you know. And I love his kind of old school method. Like he's a real, uh, a real fan of Senna, you know. And I still, well, I could be wrong, but I do remember that even when he got to Formula One, his hero was Senna, and it probably still is. But um, you know, I, so he's got that old school method about him, which I, which I really love. Now he's a fucking moaner though, complaining, complaining. And look, let's be honest, all of them are complainers these days. It's almost like the fashion now these days. If you don't complain, nobody's going to be fearful of you. I don't get it. Um, so let's go through the other the other drivers. Fernando Alonso, definitely rate him. He's fucking brilliant. The way he went to Schumacher and won two championships in a row? That was incredible. He took on the Shuey, the man himself. He's not afraid. He is a... a brilliant driver definitely above hamilton all right uh lance stroll he's actually quite good and actually you know, a lot of people bitch about him you know oh he's only there because of his dad and look he is only there because of his dad okay if his dad was not a billionaire but look guys you know and i'm i have no bitterness about him or you know because look that's that's what the racing world is like if my dad was a billionaire back in the day well there would have been a really good chance we'd be there as well, right? Because we would have paid our way. And I don't blame the fathers that do this. You know, I don't. I mean, why, why wouldn't you? You know, what are you going to do? Give up your money to give it to some other other driver? Yeah, right. Give me a break. And Lance Stroll is actually a fucking good driver. He's got balls. He's got, got a bit of a brain on him too, you know? Um... I certainly would put him in the top 10 anyway there at the moment. 
Um, so who else do we have? Let's have a look. Uh, George Russell. George Russell, the Russie baby. George is quite a good qualifier and a test driver. His strength is qualifying. He's not really a racer. He's definitely a good qualifier. You know, I mean, you give him the car, he'll get it set up for qualifying. I mean, fucking beautifully. You know? Uh, he kind of reminds me of, like, Mika Hakkinen back in the day. Hakkinen's best quality was qualifying. And Now, by the way, I'm not comparing exactly Russell and Hakkinen. They just have the same type of scenario. Now, Russell is nothing on Hakkinen when it comes to qualifying. Mika fucking Hakkinen was... He was scary how quick he was. And, like, when I say scary, guys, like, you'd watch him and you'd actually... I'm not joking. This is literally... You would actually have a shiver of horror go down your spine at some of the laps that guy did. He was right up there with Senna. Some of the laps. Now, the difference between Senna and Hakkinen qualifying was Senna could do it every fucking time he got in the car. Hakkinen, no. But Hakkinen reached that once or twice tipping point of sheer genius in qualifying. Shuey was about, I would say, Shuey was a brilliant qualifier. I would say Shuey was about 97% when it came to qualifying, whereas Hakkinen, uh, sorry, Shuey was 97%, but consistently 97% every fucking time he got on the car. Whereas Hakkinen would be 95, and then every now and then he'd spike to 99 and a half, right? But again, it was every now and then. But you see, Schumacher was more consistent, so Schumacher would take it, you know? And Senna was as well, but Schum- Senna definitely had that one little extra mark than, than Shuey, I think. Definitely. And more consistent. Fangio was the fucking same too, I have to admit. Fangio was, an, was just unbelievable. My God. And guys, you know, I would say uh, to you as well that uh, there's quite a few good documentaries like out there at the moment. Like there is one on Fangio, which you definitely check it out. Now, I'm not sure if it's still on Netflix, but it definitely was about a year ago. I haven't watched it again, but brilliant documentary. Uh, there's another good one too of Sterling Moss. Uh, sorry, not Sterling Moss. Uh, what's his name? Oh, God. Max Mosley. Now, Max Mosley was one of the kind of the FIA guys back in the day. Uh, you know, sort of a um, behind-the-scenes guy. He was like with Bernie Ecclestone. They used to, 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 to organize, you know, the sponsorship and the events itself. And um, Now, to be honest, I can't remember exactly his job detail. But, yeah, he was in the background, you know, the, the organization of it. And uh, that's a really, really good documentary, too. I think it's called Mosley. Uh, check that out on Netflix too. Uh, Schumacher, oh sweet Jesus Christ, that's on Netflix. Uh, literally just called Schumacher. If you haven't seen it on Netflix, guys, oh god, it made me bawl my eyes out because it reminded me of my racing days. I have to say, um, some moments I had, I can I can relate to him. Uh, Senna is another documentary on uh, Netflix, probably still. You'll have to just double check. And Senna is, well, I, I can't watch that because, well, first of all, he's my idol and I bawl my fucking eyes out every time. You know, I, I used to, when he died in Imola that time, uh, I'll never forget it. I was karting back in the day and I was in cadets and uh, like I'm 10 or 11 years of age and I was told 
and I just broke down bawling my fucking eyes out. It was the most horrendous day ever. Um, yeah, it was a horrendous day. Horrendous day. You know, and, and I knew quite a few guys who used to race. Uh, three of them, dead. And it, it really, it, it gets into your skin. And in many ways, it's a really strengthening scenario to have. It conditions you. But again, very, very uh, crushing at the time too. I mean, Daniel Weldon, if anybody knows him from IndyCar, I knew him growing up. He's gone. Justin Wilson, he was in IndyCar. I knew him from growing up in English karting. Gone. Uh, this guy, Neil Shanahan, back in the day, he was racing Formula Ford when I was racing Formula Ford. Uh, he died in the same car as I was driving the Formula Fords. Um, yeah, but hey, you know, it's what you sign up for. You take the risk, you know? So, uh, yeah, guys, it's, um, it can be, it can be tough. It can be tough. But my God, it's one hell of a ride. Now, guys, look, before I go, um, I want to thank you. I hope this was, uh, was some, some bit of knowledge and information and entertaining. Um, you know, I think um, for the rest of the season, well, sorry, for the rest of the season, Abu Dhabi, um, hard to know. Will Perez be able to catch, uh, clinch second position? Well, Verstappen didn't fucking help him yesterday. Now, it doesn't mean that it would have, you know, been guaranteed second. Certainly would have helped, but uh, Verstappen didn't help. That's for fucking sure. That's for fucking sure. Um, so yeah, guys, let's let's see what happens. Um, and we'll be back. And guys, if you have any any uh, any any questions about Formula One or IndyCar carts, anything, anything at all, uh, please get on to me, and we'll have a chat. And uh, guys, listen, thank you very much for tuning in, and have a great day. God bless you all, guys. Talk to you later.